Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Lewis S. Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's episode, it's going to be talking about Juneteenth versus July 16th and basically what it means to me as a black man. Like most cats, you know, especially coming from St. Louis, the Juneteenth thing is something that unfortunately I didn't learn about until very later on in my life. But ever since I can remember, ever since I was able to talk, it's been all about the 4th of July, Independence Day, people barbecuing, fireworks, you know, going down to the VP Fair back when I was in St. Louis. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to regret any of that because I remember literally my biggest thing that I looked forward to as a kid and even as a teenager was, hey, even me and my mom or me and my partners, we're going to go downtown we're going to get our tickets and we are going to go to the VP Fair. Sometimes they even had people performing. The shit used to be lit. So I'm not going to sit up here and be one of these super ultra militant brothers like, oh man, I was just fooling. I was lost and all this and that. Now, nah, when you know better, you do better. All right, that's me at age 8, 18, damn near even 28. But at 38, with the information that I know, I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. Now, ever since day one, I already knew that Independence Day was about some of the colonies getting free from Great Britain's rule. Basically, it's like a hoe being released from her pimp. But let's be official about it. Take it straight from the source. Independence Day on July 4th, 1776. And mind you, all of this went down in Philly. That's why the Philadelphians called themselves the 76ers. Get it? <laughs> Independence Day on July 4th, 1776, the Second Continental Congress unanimously adopted the Declaration. I hate when I stutter, so let me read that over. Independence Day on July 4th, 1776, the Second Continental Congress unanimously adopted the Declaration of Independence announcing the colony's separation from Great Britain. Hooray! On July 8, 1776, the first public readings of the Declaration were held in Philadelphia's Independence Square to the ringing of bells and band music. One year later, on July 4, 1777, Philadelphia marked Independence Day by joining Congress and celebrating with bonfires bells and fireworks hence why you've got all of those fireworks popping hence why i saw some shit that made my stomach cringe but we will talk about that later now rather than me trying to paraphrase it from you let me give it to you straight from the source about juneteenth if you're listening to this you know what juneteenth is about it's about freedom but let me just give you the actual factuals man freedom finally came on June 19, 1865, when some 2,000 Union troops arrived in Galveston Bay, Texas, the Army announced that the more than 250,000 enslaved black people in the state were free by executive decree. This day came to be known as Juneteenth by the newly freed people in Texas. Now, maybe for some young kid or maybe for some adult that just doesn't read 
The reason why this is a big deal is because a lot of the slaves, the majority of the slaves got freed in 1863 out there in Texas, which is where I live, Dallas. Out there in Texas, you know, Texas was already trying to become its own planet. They were already trying to become their own country. So Texas was like, if you want to think about a bunch of siblings, Texas was just like that badass sibling that just wants to do their own thing. So they tried to be slick and just hold on to their slaves as long as they could. And you got to remember, this is the old days. This ain't like now. This wouldn't have happened now. Those motherfucking troops would have got their ass on a plane and would have th flew over there and got them free and the whole country would have been rid of their slaves within about damn near a week or two. But you know, motherfuckers is on horse-drawn carriages and all this shit, so... And information spread very slowly. It's not like they had the internet and some slave could have got on the internet like, George, George, Wheezy, Wheezy, come over here. Do you know that they won the Confederate War? Them North boys won the Confederate War. That means Lincoln fins to free us. According to www.slaveupdates.com, looks like they done already freed them niggas down in Georgia and Louisiana. Well, you know there's a long way from Texas. Oh, yeah. We gonna sit here. We gonna continue to do what Master say. But I'll tell you what, Weezy. Soon as them troops come down, and let us know that we's free. I'ma tell Master to kiss my black ass. Straight up, they had the internet, but they didn't. But they were happy, so it's a celebration. To know something about me, because you know nowadays, you know, the foreign immigrants that are in this country that are black you know the caribbean cats bahama cats whatever 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 they're black just as black or as light or as caramel as us i'm a dark-skinned brother as you can tell by the uh picture but to know about me is i have a dog in the fight with this and no disrespect to anybody i'm just disrespect i'm just basically not disrespecting anybody because i've got partners you know what i'm saying that have you know some of that caribbean background but me I'm not no old Caribbean ass nigga where both of my parents came over here back in the 70s and by the 80s they decided to have me. My peoples on both sides come from slavery. I sat up and talked to my grandmother on my mother's side and got direct info about great great grandparents being slaves in Mississippi. Yeah, part of my origins is from some of that Mississippi slavery. Granddaddy from Augusta, Georgia. Back up off me now. Back up off me now. Both grandparents come from slavery. Then we ain't even gonna get off into the other side of my daddy. Because my uncle on my dad's side, he did school me a little bit. And I hate to call him and be asking him the same information. Because I'll admit... 
when he did break down this lovely information or should I say terrible information of the origins and the roots of the slavery with our peoples I think the most that I gathered is it was more of a towards the Midwestern side of thing maybe kind of like an Arkansas type of thing which I can definitely believe but some of that information got past me because your boy was drinking that yak I'm sober right now but I'm just saying when your boy was getting some of that crucial information I should have pulled out a piece of paper and wrote those notes but needless to say I am a direct descendant of slaves so if you're gonna ask me what holiday means more to me Lewis says black is Juneteenth Juneteenth basically says okay after June 19 1865 all of us was free we ain't got to listen to you no more master as we all know Juneteenth we're going to type this in real quick on Google I wanted to know when did Juneteenth become popular because I want to see was I just being ignorant or did it just kind of when did Juneteenth become popular bear with me I always say why I'm gonna get it I swear I'm gonna get a shirt one day it's gonna be a nice little shirt I hate white shirts but I don't know that's the screen but it's gonna have the Google letters and everything it's gonna say why well, guess when you got Google when did Juneteenth become popular celebrations date to 1866 at first golly <laughs> boy we weren't playing year after at first involving church centered community gatherings in Texas and spread across the south and became more commercialized in the 1920s and the 1930s often centering on a food festival oh yeah we, we love to eat yeah And of course now they talking about who made it a holiday. They giving props to Biden or whatever. But it was always a holiday in the community. And I think just consciousness. I'm pretty sure in the consciousness community they were talking about it. And I really didn't start paying attention until I started getting older and getting a little bit more. I'm not going to say woke because I ain't no hotep, you know, incense burning, sandal wearing. You know, I am getting ready to let my hair twist up and lock up, but I ain't, you know, I ain't into that type of shit, but I am aware of what's going on and how we get played. And as of recently, several years ago, I started acknowledging it and really feeling a sense of pride when that day would come around. You know, my chest is poked out just a little bit more. But I noticed, like always, it takes Big Daddy. It takes Big Daddy. Or should I say Zaddy, in order to make it official? Because I've never seen so many celebrations and so many official, you know, turnups and turnouts and flyers and all that until this year, where literally President Biden signed bipartisan legislation making Juneteenth a federal holiday on June 17th, 2021. The bill passed the Senate unanimously and was approved. 415 to 14 in the house <laughs> I love the 415 but the 14 is letting you know why for now on your boy Lewis says black don't even wish me a happy 
Don't even wish me a happy 4th of July. The most I might do is, and I can't even do that anymore due to where I, you know, the state that I stay in, being around family and friends. The most I would do is be around family and friends and partake of some barbecue because I love some barbecue, but popping fireworks and me wearing, you know, blue and red and all this and that, um, just no more. You know, 415 to 14, that reminds me of like looking at a good ass YouTube video where it's just good content, a good cause and a good message. And me wondering like, okay, I see why 415 liked it, but what's up with the 14? Like in this case, what's up with the 14 people in the Senate? That straight put a thumbs down to it like, nah, that lets you know that the reality that we're in. And the reason why I celebrate it is because, OK, even though we still are mentally enslaved, whatever, whatever, that's a whole topic that I'm not going to get into. There's 18 million YouTube and even anchor podcast, Google podcast, because your boys all over the place, baby, where you can get off into that. My whole thing is this. With what I know and what I've seen during my times, Juneteenth means a lot to me because I feel like had it not been for the Civil War, and had it not been for them putting it up together, like we're going to go to war. And one of the things at stake is, you know, if the South loses, we're going to free y'all slaves. And honestly, I don't get too caught up in Lincoln or Lincoln ask us because it was a business move. He did that to spite them. He took away slaves from the South in order to spite them just the way that you would take oil from Iraq to spite them. It was to, to mess up their economy. Just like you would take a kid's car keys from them. It's to teach them a lesson. So we were free, not out of love, but out of spite because that's how much of an economic impact we had on this system never in history have you ever and if it was you know the person probably got persecuted for it now because it ain't cool Lincoln made it to where it ain't cool and please believe that's the reason why they blew his brains out in the theater right next to his wife probably never in history have you ever heard of again in America where somebody's able to get something off of free labor I guarantee you, if anybody's made any money off of free labor, it was a quick little family business. And it was like a little thing like, hey, it's us two or us three together. We all going to work on this. Ain't none of us getting paid right now by the hour or by the week. But when the money comes in, we're good. That's even one thing. Or when you're a sole proprietor and you've got your own little business going and you're putting in all the work. And of course, you can't pay yourself until you get paid. But never again has it been this massive amount of people. They freed 250,000 in Texas alone. Never again has it been this amount of people. And you got to go state by state. Multiply those numbers now. We're talking millions, baby. That straight up worked for free. And produced real fruit. Damn near literally. But also, you know, vegetables cotton the fabric of our lives and just really made this economy 
pop, construction, everything. The only thing they like to show y'all is cotton because that's one of the softest little things. All y'all had to do is pick cotton. Trust me, there's someone ignorant enough that will get on social media. We're not talking about a kid. We're talking about an adult that is raising children that will be ignorant enough to tell you that all we did was pick cotton. Well, I guess when you got Google, though, let's see if Google's got that. What type of labor did slaves do? Let's just see what Google has to say. Many slaves living in cities worked as domestics, but others worked as blacksmiths. Talk to me now. Many slaves living in cities worked as domestics, but others worked as blacksmiths, carpenters, shoemakers, bakers, or other tradespeople. Often slaves were hired out by their masters for a day or two, up to several years. Sometimes slaves were allowed to hire themselves out. Other slaves labored as lumberjacks, deckhands on riverboats, sawmill, gristmills, and quarries. Many slaves were engaged in constructions of roads. Come on, talk to me now, talk back. Only thing they're going to show you on TV is picking cotton. You might prick your finger. We was doing some real shit for free. So no, biggest reason why I can't get into it is because even though I do believe in what uh, the brother Tariq Nasheed shouts out to him, what he be talking about with us being foundational black Americans and the fact that we were here first. Yes, that is very true because they will break it down to you and you will do your own research. I'm not going to spend this whole show and the precious time that I have left to do this show typing up everything for y'all. But I will type this in just so that nobody will say that you know what Lewis Black was on that show just talking out the side of his neck how what percentage of slaves came to North America from trans Atlantic slave trade that should give us what we need only a tiny percentage of the 12.5 million Africans shipped in the new world landed in North America Africans carried to North America including the Caribbean left mainly from West Africa well over 90% of the slave Let's click on this article, y'all. Ten point seven million arrived in the Americas. The Atlantic slave trade was likely to the cost most costly in human life of all long-distance global migrations. The first Africans first forced to work in the New World left from Europe at the beginning of the 16th century, not from Africa. The first slave voyage direct from Africa to the Americans probably sailed in 1526. The volume of slaves carried off from Africa reached 
30,000 per year in the 1690s and 85,000 per year a century later. More than 8 out of 10 Africans forced into the slave trade crossed the Atlantic between 1700 and 1850. The decade 1821 to 1830 saw more than 8,000 people a year leaving Africa in slave ships well and well over a million more. One tenth of the volume carried off in the slave trade era followed within the next 20 years. Y'all can look that up though. They're saying that during the first one though, when they got us over here though, a lot went to Central America and South America. 6% went to North America. 6% of the slave values. Where you think the other 94% came from? So that gets me a little bit like in the sense of, okay, this is my country. I was here first. But the thing that just gets me is 1776. When we were sitting up here and signing documents, getting and, and y'all are getting yourselves free from Britain. Nobody thought about freeing us. And I believe in my heart that if it wasn't for Lincoln trying to be spiteful, who knows when they would have ended it. Sometimes I think about that. Damn, I wish I could make a movie about that. What if the South won? Or just what if there was never even a conflict? Like, we're just going to keep them in slavery until they beat our ass or until the government intervenes or something. Imagine if they never, I have a feeling to believe that there was never going to be a point where they were going to get moral and say, this just ain't right. We whooping their ass. We got them in this hot ass sun in these horrible looking ass clothes. We're abusing it. We're abusing the men and the women in front of each other feeding their babies to gators, I think they would have that shit going on right now. May not be whips, may be cattle prods when your ass get out of line. They may not have to roll around that field on no funky ass, stanking ass horse. Probably being a little doom buggy or a golf cart or something. Stink your ass, get back to work. You may not have to live in no hot ass barn but they would have a little, you know, a little dorm type situation going on. Kind of like how the jails have the dorm type situation going on. You got yourself a bed and your belongings and you get to finally be in the AC for a little bit until six o'clock rise up time. And it's time for you to rise up by, you know, wash your ass or maybe you might not want to, whatever. You might be doing that the night before when you finally get off. And by 7 o'clock, I guarantee you, they'd have our ass humping. Sun up to sun down. So probably have your ass humping from probably about 7 to 7. Get your ass into the quarters, you know what I'm saying? Eat some of that slop. And then since they need you well rested from about maybe 8 to about maybe 11. Got about three hours. Y'all can talk amongst yourselves, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Listen to whatever dumbass music y'all done created. And then by 11 o'clock, turn the lights off. Get your ass to sleep. Get your ass to sleep. Because guess what? Come six o'clock again, bam! Wake your ass up, lucky charms. Just like old boy Teddy Cruz told uh told Cat Williams in Friday After Next when he caught him in that bathroom. 
Master gonna come up to you in 2021 and that compound up. Wake your ass up like a charms. I like my fish squirming. If nobody would have intervened. And I know for a fact that it's some folks that would not have been down with it. There's some folks that would have maybe eventually maybe caught a little bit of consciousness and been protesting like, man, this shit ain't cool, man. But it would have been like anything else. You know, government would have been like, I, I hear you. But, but what the fuck you going to do? So in that sense, I do say, you know, thank God that that man Abraham Lincoln was born. But that's why I just don't feel the need or the motivation to be sitting up here and celebrating that holiday I feel like it has as much to do with me y'all these 13 colonies which is some shit out there in what they called New England that's why they call it that that whole little area I feel like that shit has as much to do with me as St. Patrick's Day has to do with me it has about as much to do with me with my black ass as Cinco de Mayo has to do with me and it ain't a drop of Mexican in my blood not disparaging those people or what they went through shouts out to them shit if I was Mexican boy please I wouldn't even work on Cinco de Mayo and I would be turned up I'd be in the middle of downtown Dallas with my sombrero you know what I'm saying and if I had a woman I'd have her fine ass with me or if not I'd be sitting up you know what I'm saying? Fuck a Modelo's. Beers don't do nothing for me. I'd have me a bottle of something. I don't know. Some cruise. I'd, I'd have a bottle of something with a Spanish feel to it. And I'd be sitting up and juking. And I'd be, boy, I'd be turning them women out. You know what I'm saying? And I would be turning up. Me and my partners would get together and do some type of little synchronized dance. You know what I'm saying? To get the to get the Mexican women hot and bothered and I'd be, boy, I'd, I'd be a celebrating fool because that's when they got liberated. So me, myself, Lewis says black, and I'm seeing a lot of black folks lean towards that. Don't wish me a happy fourth. Wish me a happy Juneteenth. And before we end this broadcast, we're going to look up one thing. We're going to look into the future. Let's go to June. Let's go all the way to June 2022. Let's see when Juneteenth is going to be next year. I'm spoiled. Let me see. Ooh, I got lucky. My birthday is going to be on a Saturday. Yay, 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 yay. Okay. June 19th. Juneteenth is going to be on a Sunday. So once again, black folks. We can turn up. Just don't turn up too much or make sure that you put in for Monday, June 20th to be either a vacation day, plan vacation day, or I hate to say it, but shit, we grown. We didn't all been there. Either let the either let that Monday the 20th be a vacation day or let it be a <coughs> <coughs> Check it out. And I did that on purpose. <clears throat> yeah. Can I speak to Ronald? Oh, yeah, this is Ronald. Hey, 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 hi, hey. 
how, how are you doing, Jarrell? You, you, you sound horrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what came over me. Might have had some bad catfish or something, but I feel like I got food poisoning and Ronald, I mean, just between me and you, 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 you know, I mean, you, you pay me to work. And honestly, I feel like I got food poisoning. I got all the symptoms, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating like a hooker in church. I'm going to the bathroom every five minutes. I need a day to get myself right. I'd hate to just be up there and rather than getting my work done, I'm just constantly going back and forth to the bathroom. I almost got to go right now. Thank you for cell phones. But just, if you hear a little flush and that's, hey, 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 Jarrell, I understand. While you're talking, I looked and you've got plenty of time. It looks like right here on, uh, on uh, Worksteady, looks like according to Worksteady, you've got about uh, 36 hours of sick time. So I'll just go ahead and I'll apply eight hours you get yourself together. I know that those things usually have to run their course of a day. Uh, if you need some more time, just make sure that you call me tomorrow. You know our rules. Just make sure that you always call about four or five hours in advance of your shift. And just let me know how things are going. So I, I wish you well. And uh, Jarrell, I hope to uh, see you tomorrow. All right. Uh, get well. Uh, maybe try to drink some Sprite or some Pepto-Bismo. <coughs> all right, Ronald. I'll, I'll talk to you later. And then you roll your hungover ass, flip that phone right to the side of the bed, you roll your hungover ass right back to sleep. <laughs> wake up around about 10, 11 o'clock, time you would usually wake up to roll out there and just sit back and reflect on what your ancestors did, what your ancestors endured, the ass whoopings that we have taken from generation to generation to generation, even the generation X to the millennials to Y and Z, we still taking ass whippings. But you'll have that day to think about it. Next year it's going down on a Sunday. And with that said, that's been another episode of the Lewis S. Black Show. Holla at your boy.
On the road to riches, diamond ring. Real nigga move things on private plane. And you know I would trap a book in that early. Count my money, multiply, hurt back at a five. We be riding on the highway, blowing big. Looking for me, I've been sucking that in your little bitch. Yeah. Fuck up, I hit me, and my your motherfucking bitch. The drama, we ain't going back and forth, but the real friend. Nigga talking, nigga, big cap. I wouldn't listen to him. They get kidnapped when nobody paid a ransom for him. Ain't never been a pawn, always been a king. And I ain't never gave a damn what a nigga think. Fuck. On the road to riches and diamond rings, where real niggas move things on private planes. I say you're looking for me, I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Looking for me, I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Ride through the city, honey, on the seat. Shining like bitches in bikinis, sunny day on the beat. Pray on the week, never. I'ma find a way to stay on my feet. Hand on my heat, West Atlanta rubber bands on my bankroll.